this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. We always talk about future episodes, how they relate to this episode, so there are going to be spoilers. Definitely. This week we're talking about season two, episode two, Brave New World. This episode, we another one where we pick up right where we left off. Caroline is in transition to becoming a vampire. She's still mm-hmm. in the hospital. And, yeah, the other teens are up to, uh, like, planning and going to a carnival. Yeah, yeah, normal Mystic Falls yeah, things. there has to be an event. Has to be an event every day. Time. Also, like, clearly that much time has not passed since, like, the yeah. last episode. So it's, like, we went straight into the carnival from the <laughs> yeah. Founders Day events. Like, not even a weekend later, I don't think. Yeah, but. not only that, we also threw in the Mayor Lockwood Memorial. Right oh, yeah. <laughs> this was, like, a three-day weekend. I don't Weird. know. Some days must have passed, but somehow they really haven't they don't because seem like, they have. yeah. like you said it wakes up litter or caroline wakes up like literally in transition yeah. at the start of this episode she's like in shock and confused so clearly it's like middle of the night after mm-hmm. the events of the last one when Catherine killed her um and she goes to the nurse trying to you know kind of piece together the day she's confused about like what time it is who's visited her yeah. she complains about being hungry and like smelling a certain something Mm -hmm. and you know the nurse is basically like it's the middle of the night go to bed like stop yep um and caroline does manage to uh you know sneak out of her room and follow that certain smell and what does she find but of course um a blood bag of course which she of course manages to steal before the nurse kicks her back into her room and then in her room she just she goes for it she downs the blood bag yeah I was thinking about this. Caroline is probably the person we see go through transition the fastest. Like, yeah. She basically, as soon as she, like, wakes up from dying, mm-hmm. she, tri- like, completes her transition. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's so wild that she was able to do that. Also, yeah. there's no one guiding her. She was just like, this blood stuff smells <laughs> like it might taste Might good. as well go for it. I don't know. I think a lot of it is attributed to the convenience of waking up in transition in a hospital. True. That makes True. it, like, significantly easier. Because everyone else kind of deals with the, like, do I bite somebody? Like, what what do I do? Yeah. So she had a little bit of ease there. But, yeah, I do think it, it is interesting. And I think it really speaks to, like, Caroline's, you know, eventual life as a vampire. How she does just, like... I don't know. She has such an ease with it. And, like, the fact yeah. that she transitioned off a blood bag is also, like, so interesting for Caroline. Yeah. It, it really set the tone for her, her whole yeah. life as a vampire. Yeah, it did. I, I think, like, um, this could be a whole special episode at some point is, like, the ways in which people turned and who they turned, like, off yeah. of. Because now I'm really, like, hmm, like, Vicky kind of, like, went off, like, this dead body. And, like, Elena, like, that's a yeah. whole other thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> bookmark that idea because there's, there's definitely, definitely something there. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah yeah. there's some there's (laughs) really something there yeah but anyway so she she goes off of a blood bag again really interesting and at this point i think she's like so early in transition she's not even having like those memories yet that like of what is even going on to her so yeah it's pretty interesting she's pretty different than everyone else um but we do pick up again the next morning bonnie and elena are at the school they're prepping this carnival thing they're debriefing about the Catherine situation Mm -hmm. um you know bonnie's really going on about how it's so creepy that Catherine and elena are like literally the same person like it's not even like how a family member would look similar to you it's like yeah truly same person twins identical twins Yeah. yeah 
Um, but like Elena obviously is just like, I don't want to talk about this. Um, you know, because they also segue into Damon killing Jeremy and like how that all went down. And yeah. then, again, Elena's like, none of this. Yeah, no D word. No D word. That's the she literally doesn't even say his name this episode. It's no yeah. D word. Um, and so like you know, she just says, like, I want the human stuff right now. Like yeah. I just want to be focusing on the carnival. And, you know, just doing this fun, normal, normal stuff. I need normal. Yeah. Um, Very much not having any normalcy. Stefan and Jeremy are then in the, they're in the high school while I guess this carnival planning is going on, which I guess the carnival's in like the parking lot of the Mystic Falls High School. I don't know. But Jeremy, or Stefan, right in front of everyone, like students other students are walking by. He's like, hey, Jeremy, here's some vervain. Yeah. You can use it to ward off vampires. Yeah, it's super poisonous to vampires. <laughs> yeah. Here's also how you can kill vampires. Yeah, I know. The subtlety, they were like, eh. Yeah, there is none. Granted, Jeremy did die last night yep. via vampire. But yeah, so he, he needs to know, but it doesn't seem like the right venue for yeah, that. Yeah, could have pulled him aside in the parking lot or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Jeremy's like pretty cocky about the whole thing. He's like, you're pretty confident telling me all the ways I could kill you. Like, Stefan's okay, like, Jeremy. if I thought you were going to kill me, we'd be having a totally different discussion, which again, kind of proves from the last episode. Stefan might be off of his like aggression kick, but he's ready to fight anybody he at any given time. Yeah, no, at Stephen least threaten. Looking for a fight. Always, always. <laughs> at least, at least threatening. I think he enjoys yeah. the threatening part for sure. I think he does. Yeah. He's had a little taste and now he can't let go. Yeah. But you know, they're pretty good. Like I... I Jeremy is pretty well um, balanced, I would say, considering that he died yeah. last night. But he does yeah. say, you know, he's like, I, like, died last yeah, night. He's like, like, I'm this not. Is weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Elena comes up to, you know, give them their assignments for the day. And Jeremy leaves. And Elena and Stefan start catching up and reiterating again that this whole Damon situation and that Elena does not want to acknowledge his existence mm-hmm. and that she, again, normal high school girl the kind of yes. girl who gets kissed by her boyfriend on top yep. of the um ferris wheel yeah they That's... have their their seasonly conversation <laughs> yeah. about how they just want to be like normal yeah girl and boy couple high school dating couple yeah Se- seasonally is generous i would say like three <laughs> episodes like, like every, every three, three episodes, episodes. No, that's definitely <laughs> whole thing is just wanting that, to be yeah, normal we just want to be normal damon meanwhile is at the lockwood house meeting with carol yeah. who asks him to be the head of the council yeah yeah so carol is gonna step up she's gonna be interim mayor because yeah. of course that just passes like yeah you know to your spouse yeah it's a family thing yeah, it's family, a family job thing. it's inherited for some reason and yeah so since she can't be the head of the council which i guess i didn't really realize it was just carol as the head of the council mm-hmm. i, I didn't know. even know there was a head i of didn't the think council. there was a head either i kind of just thought they were a group yeah they were just a group of people who yeah were makes sense that but, you need a head but yeah. yeah so yes she's gonna she's taking on the mayor role which is obviously gonna be very busy yeah so damon has to step in and he accepts of course yeah. her offer of course he is more than willing to do his part to yep. protect this town from vampires. Of course. Literally, LOL. Okay, yeah, David. he got him. He's yeah. fully in. But to be fair, that is basically what he's doing anyway because it, he's drinking from yeah. a blood bag. Like, he is not actually harming anybody anymore. It's true, yeah. And Catherine very much is willing to, and he's doing anything he can to get rid of Catherine at this point. So... Yeah. Is he playing them or are they playing him? I don't it's know. It's hard to say. They're probably playing him. They just don't know. <laughs> they just don't know it yet. 
Um, but while this conversation is going on, Damon does hear Mason Lockwood come in the house mm. with Tyler, and he's yeah. listening into their conversation. And Mason's really quizzing Tyler about his rage issues, mm. if he blacks out, if there's a pattern, say, like, you know, once a month only at night. <laughs> when there's a full moon. Yeah, it's like, how is Damon not literally picking up right here and there what's going on like the way he asks like once a night only on a full moon like it's like so unsettled that it's yeah. like come on i mean i know that like if you've lived 106 years and never and you're a vampire and you've never heard of a werewolf you're probably you not would, yeah even gonna be willing to believe it but it's like i don't know mason's pretty heavily dropping like the clues in this conversation but yeah whatever i guess but also by that same token i'm wondering why tyler isn't also piecing this together because i thought that too yeah i i mean you know he's so like aggressive and i guess that can kind of be chalked up to like teenage hormones but tyler's like yeah sometimes i black out i'm so angry like i go blind with rage which i feel like isn't really that normal i don't know i don't know i mean it's hard to say again with like the type of dad that he had and being like raised in a lot of the ways he did but tyler does acknowledge some of it because he does say like you know he gets angry typically over nothing which i thought was Mm -hmm. really interesting that he could even acknowledge that like even his like rage is like not over anything yeah um like the fact that he could voice that is like hmm it's interesting yeah a lot of self-awareness from tyler yeah surprisingly um so damon's getting some more clues there but somehow not figuring it out he's also the the scene for this is so good because he's like doing like the vamp hearing to listen in on this yeah and carol and him are still having tea yeah she must just be talking at him and he's like yeah fully not listening (laughs) yeah fair i would too yeah um so Caroline is at the hospital still, yeah. obviously. Um, she's fully transitioned now. She is a vampire. Um, she realizes that the sun burns yeah. her. And then Matt gets there. He comes to visit and, you know, mentions she's not eating. And she says, the food's gross. And he's like, it's mm-hmm. hospital food. But obviously it's gross for other reasons yeah. um, that she doesn't tell him. Um, and Matt basically is just saying, like, Caroline is being neurotic. But it's okay because she's cute. Oh, my God. And... He's- He's, he's back. He's fully back to season one, Matt. Yeah. Like, he's literally just, like, constantly, like, kind of putting her down and yeah. being like, you're the worst, but I love you. But I still love you. So yeah. funny. But also, kind of need a Matt, the way he's like, you're neurotic, but it's cute. I'm like, yeah. I could use that in my life. Yeah. Don't hate it, but. <laughs> Don't hate it. But I do hate that, like, he's like, you're acting so crazy. Like, it's not that weird that she'd want to sit in the dark. After being in a car accident, she's yeah. like, if she wasn't a vampire, she would be having serious like headaches and migraines. Also, and like, yeah, like very upset, traumatized, all yeah. those things. Yeah, it's not that not weird to be like, crazy. I don't want somebody running in here being loud, turning on the lights, yeah, ripping like, open the curtains. Yeah, I yeah. definitely would be sitting in a dark, quiet room if I had been in a car accident and was yeah. probably concussed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I don't know. Matt's just not getting it. Um, and so Caroline does freak out about the sun mm-hmm. and the window and, you know, whatever. And so Matt leaves because yeah. he's just like, Caroline. I can't deal with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's being crazy. <laughs> she just almost died, but she's crazy. Yeah, she's crazy. Um, meanwhile, Damon and mm-hmm. Stefan are 
I think at their house and they're like yeah they're back at the Salvatore house they're throwing they're, little yeah. quips at each other yeah Damon um, asks if he's ever if Stefan has ever contemplated that the animals might fight back yeah one day. it's a pretty good one together. yeah yeah they're both going after each other about their squirrel versus sorority girl diet which yeah. I think is just really funny that they yeah. it's like such a good way to pare down their their eating habits yeah. the squirrel and, and the sorority are. girl yeah yeah, yeah. um and you know it's fun and Damon says that he likes it and that it's fun that they have this like weird tension because of the Elena kiss thing yeah um and then the topic does turn to Damon's emotions Mm -hmm. and Catherine um and all of that heavy stuff that like realistically Damon doesn't want to get into yeah so he turns the topic instead to kind of speculating about the Lockwoods what they are they must be supernatural um but Stefan doesn't really take it seriously he just thinks that Damon is being obsessive that Damon just needs a new thing to obsess over yeah relate to that I really relate to that one I was like yeah same (laughs) that would be me I would be like this person must be a werewolf yeah nothing else going on in my life so yeah might as well this whole thing (laughs) yeah even though he's validated in the end he is validated in the end which I will talk about this more as this episode goes but at this point he really doesn't have like a ton to go off of yeah but it is like except that really unsubtle conversation Unsubtle conversation, but, and again, yeah. the fact that like Tyler and Mayor Lockwood were both affected by the device that only affected vampires. Right. So it's like it is interesting. There's something yeah. there, um, but of course, right now there's just not enough. So Stefan's just like, "You're crazy." <laughs> um, and Stefan says, or Damon says that he'll let Stefan deal with Catherine since she came yeah. back for him anyway. Like Damon's yeah. like. She's here to your profess problem. her love for you. So, yeah, your problem. Yeah, yeah. Damon's like, that's a YP, not an MP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You can deal with her. Yeah. Yeah. He's instead just going to, like, worry about this Lockwood situation. Yeah. Yep. Um, back at the hospital, Caroline mm-hmm. is getting ready to jailbreak um, because, yeah. you know, they're not going to let her out until the next morning. And she realizes morning, like, yeah, that's she not going to work. She cannot leave during the morning. Yeah. yeah so she's got to break herself out while it's dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's trying to get ready. She puts on her necklace from Elena, yeah. but of course it burns her because yeah. it's the Vervain necklace. Which, yeah, I thought was a nice touch because I honestly forgot Elena gave her that necklace. Yeah, I, so, I've noticed it like yeah. a couple times because I've been surprised that she wears it so much. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. I guess it's very like high school that you do wear your like, um, the, the necklace that your best your friend, friend gave, gave you. you. Yeah, yeah I it's guess a little true. like friend yeah. thing. Um, so she drops it, the nurse comes and picks it Mm -hmm. up um also she notices before the nurse comes in caroline notices as she's like looking at herself in the mirror she sees like the veins yeah the vamp veins and her fangs start coming out yep um and when the nurse does come to help caroline basically compels her to keep quiet and like you know uh just like stay calm as like what happens happens yeah caroline like fully just like fumbles into like feeding on a person for the first time but like does it perfectly perfectly yeah everything about caroline's start to becoming a vampire is so perfect and really sets up like how the rest of her vampire arc will be she Mm -hmm. literally like yeah she lucks into compelling something someone that's who i would want to be as a vampire caroline (laughs) just immediately compelling immediately yeah. feeding off of people yeah she yeah. gets it the yeah. girls who get it get it the girls who don't don't exactly um speaking of the girls who don't get it actually uh elena, yeah that was a perfect segue elena and bonnie are running the carnival which actually yep. is going like pretty yeah. successfully but you know caroline later will mention that they don't get the word fabulous yeah um so uh, 
Bonnie tells Elena they're running out of Team Jacob t-shirts, which I thought was so funny. So good. Um, And Bonnie's at it again with the karaoke machine. She's like, it's not working. Like, we've got to get it fixed. <laughs> you just know Bonnie was up there singing every song, yeah. hogging the mic. Yeah. And she's like, we got to get it back working. Yeah, that girl's obsessed. I don't yeah. know why it comes up so frequently that bonnie <laughs> loves karaoke but it always comes up yeah which is so funny because they never make cat graham sing even though she's like a singer yeah it's so weird i don't know so um they ask one of the carnival workers what's his name i don't remember carter carter mm-hmm. they ask him to help with the machine and um he like hits on bonnie but he's like a full grown <laughs> man he's yeah. like he looks like he's like 30 or something <laughs> yeah i was thinking about this because not only is the actor, like, probably realistically, like, in his 20s or 30s, which, whatever, that's yeah. a common thing. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. He's working the carnival. Like, he's mm-hmm. a maintenance person, I think. Like, he's yeah. fixing the machines. He, like, the youngest he could possibly be is, like, maybe 19. But realistically, yeah, probably, probably, like, like 23. 20-something. Yeah. 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 Bonnie, like, 16, 17. She's yeah. that age. So weird. So weird. Yeah, so he offers to go with her to help set it up and get it going. Um, and Elena is really cute. She's, like, encouraging it. Like, you yeah. know, like, go Bonnie. But it's yeah. like, Elena. I mean, yeah. she's dating a 164-year-old man, <laughs> yeah, so. She, she has bad judgment when it comes to <laughs> the yeah. age your boyfriend should be. Yeah, so yeah. whatever. But I'm glad she's excited for her. It's yeah. cute um again with the lockwoods mason is digging around mayor lockwood's mm-hmm. old office when he's caught by tyler and he tells him that he's looking for something called a moonstone yes he really tries to undersell the importance of the moonstone yeah. he's like it's really old ugly it has no monetary value like, yeah he says that he's being so sus like yeah, yeah he's like it's some heirloom or something like yeah. someone like his grandmother gave it to his grandfather or something like that yeah why is he being like this can't he just say like i'm looking for this like well i don't I know he's being so sus i think it's in part reaction to tyler saying that he's like trying to steal antiques to sell for money and yeah and, and mason's That's like true. oh i already did that when i was like 19 like yeah he's like i ran my trust fund ran out when i was 22 or something like that so yeah so yeah. it's like a little validated but of course we do know he is actually being like shady yeah, because a suspect of course it is a very important stone yes. that yeah theoretically has no monetary value to like a human but mm-hmm. like you can't tell me like well i guess klaus knows it's a fraud but like it does have massive supernatural yeah. value so yeah he's being shady he's like you know not willing to actually say what it is but he is planting the seed that like clearly this thing's like really yeah. important to me into getting it um, and Tyler's like, yeah, sure, like, I'll keep an eye out for it, whatever. Yeah. Um, back at the carnival, Damon is being Damon, and he makes the bold choice of approaching Jeremy at the carnival for their little chat. Yep. Um, and he makes the, and bo- Jeremy makes the even bolder choice of threatening Damon. <laughs> Which, <laughs> he got too cocky from that conversation with Stefan earlier. Yeah, Stefan was like, oh yeah, you can kill us with a wooden stake, and Jeremy was like, I oh, guess bet. I'll just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I'll just go step to Damon the next time I see him. Yeah. So yeah, of course, yeah, Jeremy's like kind of threatening him back and he puts him in a choke <laughs> demon puts jeremy in a chokehold obviously yeah but you're forgetting the funniest no, no. part my no, favorite getting there. part okay, i'm good. getting there i'm getting there so obviously you know he has jeremy in the chokehold and he has his hands like you know around his like his neck and you can see jeremy's ring he's like <laughs> he pulls off the ring which we don't see 
But he gets the ring off, and he's like, I'll shove this ring so far up your ass, you really have something to choke on. It's pretty good. Damon is, like, really putting him in his place. But, no, that's not my favorite funniest part. Oh, okay, that's my best part. My favorite funniest part in this conversation is when Jeremy's (laughs) threatening Damon, and he says, I could blow the whole lid off this (laughs) thing. It's like, No, I could blow the whole lid off this thing. I I burst out laughing. (laughs) He's going to just scream like vampire in the town square like what is he thinking yeah i don't know also why is he saying like he's like a 1950s newsie he's like yeah, little, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna blow a whole coat. lid off this thing it's gonna be on the top of the morning papers <laughs> <laughs> like that's jeremy to damon in this scene like i don't know where he's going with this but it's so yeah, funny i really don't know what he's thinking also yeah he's gonna be like He's just going to scream, bam. Elena would kill him. It's so funny. (laughs) Like, it's so hysterical that Jeremy thinks he can do this. And it it goes, like, such a different direction by the end of the episode. So we'll come back to Jeremy and Damon. But I love their dynamic. It's so funny. I will say, I do really like Jeremy and Damon as, like, friends. Yes. They sort of have, and we'll get to this at the end of the episode. But, yeah, they sort of have almost, like, oh, like, brotherly or like uncle yeah i was gonna say like relationship. A, yeah like an uncle nephew yeah. cousin vibes it's definitely like familial yeah it's definitely yeah. very familial and it it gets even better but this is the start of it where it's yeah. like it's, it's just hysterical. it's just really funny yeah, yeah it's it's the big brother that jeremy needed he needs badly elena's always trying to take care of him but jeremy's the type of kid that needs a big brother that's gonna like put you in your place exactly constantly. yeah he needs to be like you know hate to say it but he needs to be put in a chokehold every <laughs> once in a while <laughs> yeah what sibling doesn't need yeah, that exactly um back at the hospital it is of course dark out now so caroline can finally yeah. make her exit um and she has all of her affairs in order mm-hmm. she is got the nurse covering up her bite with like a yeah. like a wrap of some sort or like a yeah there's bandage. some sort of bandage thing and she's like if anyone asks your husband's kinky yeah <laughs> so funny just tell people that your husband likes to get kinky yeah like she's wild she's got it all ducks in a row yeah organized love her love her um so she has and this is when she says she has to go get back to the carnival because she yeah. loves elena but she does not understand the meaning of fabulous yes which is brilliant which yeah um, so right. yeah, she is right. So back <laughs> at the carnival, um, Damon and Stefan are watching this arm wrestling yeah. contest going on. Um, you know, Tyler's doing pretty good. Damon's commenting like, "Oh, Tyler's really strong." Stefan's like, "Yeah, he's like a class A one athlete. Of course, he's strong enough yeah, to beat all yeah, the he, kids in this school." Like exactly, yeah. Like Stefan points out, and Tyler said it earlier. Like he plays three sports. Like he's always yeah, working course, out, exercising. Yeah, yeah, he was he was gonna be everybody in his high school easily without yeah, the vamp or the werewolf course. thing like of course yeah. but then we do see mason jumps in to go against tyler and yeah. mason pins him which again he's pretty buff looking it's not like yeah. that it's suspicious older. he's like, older than tyler that definitely yeah. a 17 year old versus like a i don't know late 20s yeah or like 30s say maybe type. 30-ish um although he's supposed to be like the same year as jenna so he must be like more oh, like yeah mid He's, late 20s yeah maybe like 25 26 um so like but yeah, yeah so he takes him down easily so it's like okay 
interesting interesting mm-hmm. doesn't tell us much so of course damon's like we got to figure this out he volunteers yes, stefan volunteers stefan of course which i love also people are cheering and damon is one of them but someone else like off camera yeah. like cheers like go steph yeah go steph <laughs> that's our like that's our quarterback we love yeah. him <laughs> yeah which i don't think he even plays anymore no but... he played like one game yeah like but people know stefan's like yeah. you know he's a little bit of an athlete himself so yeah. it's like fair to pin him up up there um and they look pretty evenly matched for like you know a few seconds sec, they're like yeah. both they're holding they're both holding um and then stefan is but stefan also is like grunting the whole time <laughs> like, <laughs> like i just want to know what paul was doing in like there, the avr room like yeah. just doing that over there and over are so again. many little like um like noises that they added to this episode wild it's so <laughs> funny i love when the sound engineers are just like we have yeah, some let's time have let's let's just, yeah. let's just throw some things in there so stefan's grunting the whole time that yep. that they're doing this but then he does give up and let mason like pin his hand mm-hmm. um and he goes over to um to damon to talk about it. damon's like you weren't even trying yeah. and stefan's like actually i was trying yeah um which means they were pretty close to evenly matched at the start there i think again an important reminder here is you know stefan's on his bunny diet we do know he's one of the weaker vampires because of that um but like they're pretty evenly matched but stefan does say he's like no it's not vampire strength Mm -hmm. but it's definitely more than a human's like strength like it's it was supernatural but it wasn't vampire strength levels yeah um which is really interesting but then stefan does start joking like Oh, like maybe he's like a ninja turtle yeah. or a zombie or LOL a, a werewolf. werewolf. Like, Damon, yeah, Damon's like, there's no way. Like, yeah, there's no such real. thing as werewolves. Yeah, or, or combat turtles. Yeah, or combat turtles. <laughs> that too. And yeah, Stefan obviously is just writing it off, which I think is odd because he is the one who just arm wrestled him, and he yeah he knows he's not human. Like, yeah, again, I think like it Damon's was normal in the earlier scene to be like, Damon, you're just obsessing, yes, like maybe they weren't even affected by the device it could have been any number of other things whatever but stefan himself experienced that the strength was like above human and was like yeah "Eh, it's probably fine um damon of course is like it's not fine we got to get to the end of this so he compels carter bonnie's a carnival hottie to pick a fight with tyler and no matter what don't back down yeah basically like make sure he fights you yeah i don't know exactly what damon's trying to prove with this just kind of ploy tyler to display yeah. some super strength or something i don't know really i don't think he knows what he's doing he's like yeah he's like we gotta just bait him somehow yeah like let's yeah. get him to show how strong he is maybe yeah i oh, i hate this first of all because it's so terrible yeah, this it's is awful. bad this it's is literally dangling him like a piece of meat of just like bait yeah but yeah i think to what you were saying i always wonder like what is his rationale here because he also makes it sound like He's expecting Mason to intervene. But, like, yeah. Mason's his uncle. Why wouldn't he intervene? Yeah. Obviously, he gets lucky and Mason, like... Yeah, <laughs> does he gets his, a full like, show out of this. Yeah, but... he gets a whole, like, display of the werewolf powers. But yeah. I feel like, I, I like it to was say, a gamble. Yes. I like to say a lot of times that Damon's so smart. And he is to an extent. But, yeah. like, more than anything, Damon gets lucky. Damon has a hunch lucky. and he just throws something out there and people prove him right all the time. Yeah. Like, that's more it's often true. what what uh damon's vibe is yeah um and so you know they've 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 set that plan in motion we'll see what happens with that later yeah. um but after he he sets <laughs> this in motion um he is walking around the school course, and he's confronted by a smoky-eyed caroline 
you um, know when she's got that smoky eye on watch out yes watch out and damon should have watched out because she tells him that she remembers everything and yep. she relays Catherine's message of game on yes and she goes to walk away damon kind of tries to grab her to to see what she's like like wait whoa 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 wait yeah, a second what's going on um and she just kicks him to the ground and he's like laying on the ground and she stands there <laughs> and she's like, you suck <laughs> it's the best it's so good it's so like 2010 or like yeah, yeah whatever Euro this power was. Yeah. yeah it's like you suck yeah snaps for caroline so like for real like she yeah. killed it um and he deserved that let's be real he, he did deserve that. that and a little bit more and if we're more. being real yeah um he deserves what he gets later maybe yeah it's true tyler is out in the parking lot where damon's plan does unfortunately work it does end up it does set in motion and um mason shows up to kind of save the day just as tyler or as damon planned because tyler's you know this this fight is being picked and and mason just inserts himself in the middle um with some parkour moves he's like jumping around the the parking lot acrobatics jumping like 12 feet off the ground yeah which also (laughs) we i know i feel like we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the series Mm -hmm. like the writers obviously didn't know exactly what powers they wanted everyone to have yeah and how they wanted to show them off I don't ever remember the wolves being able to like no. jump out of like like off the ground like this. Like yeah, they can jump off buildings and stuff and like they might be able Mason to. Mason is like off the ground jumping just like twelve feet. It's yeah. insane. It's one of those things where it's like the werewolves. Honestly, even like with all the years of the show, it's hard to say because. I feel yeah. like the the rules of like when it's a full moon night are a little different than when it's another True. night, and we don't know where in the storyline we're at. Really. Yeah. So it's a little. Well, actually, we are close to a full moon. The next episode is a full moon. Oh yeah. Um, so maybe that's what's playing into that. Yeah. It's hard to really say. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, he inserts himself. He's got his glowing gold eyes. Yeah. The eyes do the change. Yep. yep. And Stefan, luckily, is conveniently i don't know if stefan was like ended up going along with it to watch this whole situation yeah. play out or what because he does stay in like the parking lot and he watches this whole thing from afar unfold yeah he's like watching from the bushes basically he's, yeah like, binoculars out yeah so yeah. now he's got no chance but to take this seriously because he's yeah. literally seen the evidence that mason is not human yeah um and you know nice stefan does go up to carter, to carter after and, and make sure he's okay he's like, you were in yeah. the wrong place at the wrong time dude it's fine yeah. it's fine he's just gonna go about his night confused yep um for a little while yeah because caroline caroline makes it outside you know to the carnival yeah. and like elena is trying to play everything is normal trying to play mm-hmm. everything is fine we're all human we're all good yeah and um she sees Matt, and so she goes to join him at the ring toss, and she throws the ring, and it breaks every glass yeah, bottle. Yeah, it smashes the bottle. Yeah, like, literally couldn't even be possible as, like, a human. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she kind of plays it off, like, oh, they must have already been broken, LOL, yeah. like, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so caroline hugs matt you know they're like Mm -hmm. talking and she hugs him and clearly the temptation to feed on him is too high yeah and again good on caroline she's really getting the vampire instincts because she just runs away she's like i gotta leave this situation um which was definitely the right thing to do and so damon on you know in another part of the carnival immediately is going to elena to tell Mm -hmm. her what happened um yeah, he's he's rallied Stefan. He's he's got them both. They've have they're having a little group meeting. They're yeah, like, it's like in a Lark's classroom, and a Lark is nowhere to be found these yeah. two episodes. Weirdly, yeah, um, <laughs> forgot about that. Also, yeah. Jenna gone. Yeah, yeah, people are just being written off these first two. Yep. Um, but yeah, he does find them, and he goes over like they're kind of like 
suspecting like what must have happened mm-hmm. obviously caroline didn't give them much info but she said Catherine, so they're like well two and two Catherine. Yep, she did just put him yeah and so damon comes to the conclusion that well they've obviously got to kill Catherine or caroline yep because based on what happened with vicky you know this is only gonna lead one way and oh vicky was conveniently killed the <laughs> night of a carnival so it's just so it's yeah. just it's just kismet it's yeah, just it's, gonna go down like this we have to kill her yeah, yeah it's poetic caroline will just be killed as a vampire at the uh at the carnival like a day after turning just like vicky yep um and it is really interesting to compare this episode to vicky's transition yeah. episode because it's only our second transition vicky was our first and like they could not be more different yeah they're already so different like vicky was i mean first of all she took a longer time to transition mm-hmm. she had the whole day where she was pretty chaotic and yeah. causing trouble but caroline has come on the scene she's already a full vampire mm-hmm. she's she's being like pretty normal like you yeah. were just saying she like knows herself enough to like stay away from matt yeah yeah and yeah, yeah she she's, she's got she's a done lot nothing. better self-control than vicky does yeah. just as like a person definitely um and unfortunately for caroline you know they Stefan and elena are like that's not gonna happen no. we're not gonna do it of we're course. not killing her tonight yeah but unfortunately for caroline she ends up in the wrong place at the wrong time with carter of course and um you know they're talking he has a nosebleed unfortunately from yeah. the fight and it's just too much to resist and it's interesting caroline actually apologizes to him before she even attacks him like it's yeah. like again like the self-control she knows she's like run out and it's like i need to like i need to feed right now yeah and so she you know bites him she feeds on him cut away for a second yeah um to bonnie and matt who are discussing how weird caroline is acting and yeah matt is like being annoying again about caroline just how she's neurotic and crazy which again she almost died <laughs> she literally almost two days died. ago she did die which he doesn't know but she yeah. did die she was literally yeah. near death yeah um so he, he's just being crazy um and Stefan is back at it again with the aggression. Him and Elena are running around looking for Caroline. Yep. And he, like, punches a random truck. Elena's like, Stefan! <laughs> yeah, yeah they, he just, like, punches one of the trailers. Yeah, like, of like the- dents it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're talking about Caroline and Catherine and why she did this and mm-hmm. why this is happening. Like, obviously, Stefan's very upset over this whole thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, both of them think it's because of them. You know, like, Elena's like, oh, Catherine's doing this, like, to me. She's doing it to punish yeah. me. And Stefan's like, no, he's, she's doing it to me, to punish me. And I do kind of think both is true. Like, I think yeah. Catherine's just willing to kind of punish everybody. But, obviously, they also don't know that there's, like, a whole bigger thing here of, like, yeah, she changed Caroline for multiple reasons. Yeah, um, I know. Not I, just punishment. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was thinking this where they were both, like, you know, she's killing she killed caroline because of me first mm-hmm. of all main character syndrome <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah elena and seven think they're the main character but no Catherine has so many ulterior motives like, yeah like we were saying i think it was last season yeah she wants caroline for the sun and moon curse yeah. oh it was in the it was in the special episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah Catherine also wants to punish stefan and elena i definitely yeah. think that's also true but yeah and i think she wants yeah. to punish both of them um so yeah it, you know they're both just kind of like oh this is all our fault oh my gosh it must be because of me yeah um meanwhile the lockwoods have left the carnival Mm -hmm. tyler and mason get in a fight because mason like is lying about what happened like tyler literally saw all of those things happen and mason's just like yeah like it's fine yeah nothing weird at all yeah he's also i mean of course 
a lot of aggression these first few episodes especially during the werewolf arc yeah but yeah also mason is like what you saw was being being mad i had to pull your punk ass out of a fight or something like that like yeah okay chill like yeah he's trying to <laughs> redirect the attention and yeah like, exactly Tyler about that but tyler's like i know what i saw yeah exactly which i really don't understand honestly why mason wouldn't just tell him at this point like i know that a lot of the times the werewolves don't tell their family members about the curse because it's just a burden to know that if you ever kill someone intentionally or accidentally yeah. that will happen it's also like a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like yeah if you know it could happen I feel like it just makes it so much more likely that it will. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I get not wanting to tell him, but, like, at this point, like, Mason knows there's vampires there. Yeah, We don't know that he knows that yet, but, like, he knows that. And, like, you know, he knows, like, the situation that Tyler is in. And Tyler's already seen Mason being like this. Yeah. Like, he's not just going to let it go. I feel like at this point he would have been better off telling him maybe Probably. not the whole story. Like, don't tell him how you trigger or anything like that, but just be like, our family is cursed and like we're werewolves and yeah that's all i'm gonna tell you on that but like it's a curse like you don't want this to happen to you yeah um which i think ends up unfolding later so we'll get to that eventually but you know it's a it's a weird scene between them back at the carnival Stefan and Elena are still looking for Caroline and mm-hmm. Stefan does smell blood which yep. they follow the trail to that blood and unfortunately Damon already got there first yes Damon finds Caroline she's crying over Carter's dead mm-hmm. body and her face is just like covered in blood yeah and this really just gives fuel to like Damon and what he wants to do and yep. You know, it really is just like, yeah, I got to do this right here, right now. Yeah. Um, and he even tells her that he's going to do it and that it's yeah. the only way that he can help her is to kill her. Yeah. He's yeah, he's like, I'm going to help you. It's OK. Yeah. Like, and he has this stick. He's like, I have to kill you. Like, yeah. I have no choice. It's my only way to help you. Yeah. And then she she's, of course, getting really upset. She's like, I don't want to die. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. I feel so bad for Caroline. And yeah. like she also he's like, you're already dead. And she's like, don't say that. Yeah. Ugh poor caroline but yeah he pulls her into a hug Mm -hmm. he's like you know he's acting like he's comforting her he's like comforting her a little bit and then he's raising the stake behind her back like a little Little, like a cartoon yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and um before he can make the move before he plunges it in Stefan and elena do show up at the very last second and Stefan like rips out of his hand they stop him um it's so funny too when he does it Damon's like Stefan <laughs> like as if he just like he yeah. knocked something you know it's like I don't know just like, full yeah, of my plan no, it's funny um and so you know they stop him and uh Caroline immediately is mm-hmm. pissed to see Elena you know it's again one of those moments yeah. like John where yep. you know somebody sees Elena and immediately associates associates her to Catherine yep um, and Elena does say, like, you know, it wasn't me. Like, it was Catherine, which Caroline is just confused at this point, which is definitely understandable. Yeah. Like, she's like, no, you killed me. Yeah, which this is going to play into something I want to make a bigger point about in a second. But Caroline has no idea, like, who yeah. Catherine is. Like, yeah. she, I guess she probably remembers her from when she killed her. But yeah. she has been told none of this world. I feel like that's really important to remember. Yeah. She knows nothing of what's going on. Yeah, like, Dame, she was with Damon, and she learned some of those, like, ins and outs of, like, you know, she yeah. asked Damon about, like, how you turn and how yeah. you feed and yada yada like she knows those kinds of things but damon didn't give her any backstory like yeah no as far as she knows elena killed her and called her Catherine. like yeah i don't like called herself Catherine. like it's just on it's completely confusing. it's completely confusing and it's understanding yeah. why caroline doesn't 
understand and is just immediately like pissed and this is such a great episode for candace who plays caroline i feel like she gets to show some like really nice range here and you know it's like so distressing and confusing and earlier she was very like confident and true of herself and like she kicked Mm -hmm. damon's butt and yeah (laughs) it's a really good like range episode for an actor Um, yeah so just wanted to call that out um and damon does try to state caroline again of course um because they're gonna go like clean her up and like whatever get her out of the situation and damon like runs over to stake her and elena literally acts as a human shield to yeah protect she caroline yeah elena steps in front of her and stefan is right behind caroline and mm-hmm. i noticed it like when they pull away stefan like had his arm around her waist or like something like that like yeah. something comforting like you see him pull away yeah so yeah i don't know i just thought it was really nice that elena steps in front stefan's got the back like yeah she's fully protected again this nice... is one of those like stelena is such a good pair moments yeah. because they both are just such protectors yes and like that is who both of them really are at their core is protectors definitely and so it it's very fun and interesting to see them both be that for caroline at the mm-hmm. same time together because like as a pair they're so strong at doing yeah that. um especially with damon is <laughs> is the not protector yeah because of course he is yep um and so you know they do stop her and stefan goes to take caroline to clean up and bonnie shows up of course mm-hmm. at the worst possible second and is horrified by what yep. caroline did of course this was her little this was her fair crush this was her carnival yeah. crush yeah she realizes carter is dead and she also before caroline walks off with stefan bonnie was like basically like not you too like she's like yeah oh my god like they got to you bonnie's visibly upset which this is what i wanted to make the bigger point about obviously caroline can glean from that that bonnie also knows what's going on and knows this whole situation yeah how horrible would you feel if you were caroline and everyone you knew mm-hmm. knew all of these things like it's one thing yeah. for elena to be in the supernatural world because she's dating stefan and she's yeah. stefan's damon's brother but and, and bonnie is a witch so she's in the world but caroline doesn't really know that she thought the witch thing was a joke yeah that's true so she wouldn't i don't know just for bonnie to also be in on this and know everything that's going on cuts deep Yeah, that's hard oh i feel she, for caroline in this episode caroline probably feels how our girl jenna is gonna feel in yeah like 10 exactly exactly don't even get me started on that that's my like biggest gripe with the show yeah oh well you're gonna bring it up every single episode yeah. this season that so jenna gets about left it. out of the loop and caroline's in the same boat where it's yeah. like everyone around me knows about this yeah such Um, a betrayal it is a betrayal and i think that this moment is also really interesting because it again kind of shows this difference of like bonnie versus elena Mm and like when they talked about giving caroline blood yeah you know how bonnie was like do it and elena was like absolutely not and then in this moment elena's like huge protector of bonnie and bonnie's just or of bonnie of caroline yeah and bonnie is just like pissed about this whole thing and is like you know just like she's a monster like immediately is like ready to turn on caroline basically and it's just so interesting of how they reacted to yeah the giving the blood versus like the fallout of her coming becoming a vampire it's like elena's like yeah what's done is done like i'm gonna save her I know. I thought about that, too. And I also I feel like I've had a little bit of a different perspective on Bonnie thinking about just like just thinking about the show and like digging so deep into it than I have in like past rewatches. But I just feel like Bonnie is so unjustified here. She was the one like you were just saying she was pushing for her to be fed the blood. So Bonnie should have to accept the fallout. Like it was always a possibility that Caroline could get killed. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, and I think that's realistically kind of like what that choice comes down to as well where like elena said no because she was fully thinking through the consequences yeah. and like didn't want 
to give Caroline the opportunity to have killed somebody, yeah. to have become a monster, quote unquote. Right. Um, whereas Bonnie did not think about the consequences. The only yeah. consequence she thought about was Caroline dying as a human. Yeah. And so that's where I think the differences here are like pretty obvious and yeah. telling about where they're at in their whole supernatural journey and understanding yeah. and you know we had a lot of people in our comments actually in episode one call that out that like the way bonnie acts in this scene is like unjustified it's like a yeah. lot of people were saying like these were scenes that make them not like bonnie because that's, of yeah how she acts no i know that's what i was almost feeling on this rewatch like i love bonnie i really yeah. do but yeah these this episode and then the whole thing with the despelling the device where she oh, was yeah. like all upset about it when it was like bonnie yeah you caused this like i guess yeah, i think you're is... right it's because she's so like new she's so green yeah but she's kind I of like know. hoping for the best and then just not planning for like yeah. the worst i don't know um yeah this is definitely like we've said it i think in season one for caroline multiple times like bad caroline <laughs> episode yeah. we said it for elena there was like a really bad actually when vicky changed was elena's like really bad yeah. you know episode and i do think this one is bonnie's where it's just like not a good episode for bon bon like no. not one where you really look at her super favorably no um but a good episode for stefan he takes caroline away from this he takes yes. her to the bathroom she's just like sobbing she's a mess she can't even like wash the blood off of her face I know. and um he starts he's he takes like a paper towel and is like washing off her face for her while she's crying yeah. and this is the beginning of their friendship which i think yeah. is just such a beautiful friendship um we'll get into the romantic side of that yeah long down the line but i love them as like friends i, I think know. it's really smart the way that they have this sort of like lexi stefan play on on uh, caroline yeah know? no i know i was thinking during this whole scene in the bathroom where stefan is helping caroline clean up it's so precious it only gets better to me on a rewatch of mm -hmm. course knowing where their story goes which you know whether you ship sterile or not like we still love them as friends. I feel like yeah. everyone is in agreement. They are amazing friends and like yeah. Stefan almost like a mentor to Caroline. Like, Which is I think what so like good. makes a lot of people not ship them in the end because it's like yeah. why couldn't you just keep them as friends? Yeah. Um, we'll get there in a while. But for now, Stefan explains, you know, that her emotions are heightened. Mm -hmm. He really calms her down and, yeah. he, and he tells her that, you know, that she's got to fight this urge to kill people. And like the mentorship is definitely starting mm -hmm. right here and there. Like as soon as he finds out. Um, and so I just, I love that for them. I'm glad yeah. we took that off. Meanwhile, <laughs> on the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum, um, there's no calming. There's, there's no fighting urges. Yeah. yeah. Damon is working on taking care of the body, but Bonnie just yep. decides to channel all of her anger towards attacking Damon. She knocks yeah. him down. She covers him in gasoline and she sets him on fire until Elena literally has to stop yeah. her. Yeah, Elena physically stops her. Like, it's not enough for Elena to just say, like, Damon didn't kill Caroline. Like, this isn't yeah. his fault. Like, yeah. which, again, I think makes Bonnie's reaction that much more ridiculous. But I think related to, like, how she acted after the device whole thing went wrong, mm -hmm. I think this is maybe a little bit of, like, guilt and maybe frustration with herself that she's, like, so. kind of just channeling toward Damon. She. She's she, just angry at the situation. Bonnie is looking for someone to blame. In Definitely. This. Like, she just wants somebody to be responsible. And from her eyes, and she says this, everything is Damon's fault. Mm -hmm. And I do think, like, from a season one lens, especially from Bonnie's yeah. perspective, I can see how you would think that it is Damon's fault. However, it clearly isn't. Like, it, at least as viewers, even at this point, it's become yeah. clear that this is large in part Catherine's fault. It's definitely Catherine's, yeah. And then even farther from that, 
which we don't know yet, <laughs> right. Klaus's fault. <laughs> yes, which that's is true. Why, like, when Klaus does come into the fold, I feel like Bonnie is like number one hater. Like, yeah, wants to take she's down the Klaus. most like, against him. Yeah, I've actually really never thought about this before, but I do think like Bonnie at her core is just looking for somebody to blame. <laughs> she really is. No, I think she is, and I think, yeah, she, I think. It's sort of in the way that like Elena and Caroline want things to just be normal. I feel like Bonnie sees all of these things happening. And yeah, she's like, who who caused this change? Like, why can't we just be normal? And she's, Yeah, like, yeah. let's get rid of the root cause and then we'll be exactly. good. Yeah. Which is why, you know, for now, in her eyes, it's Damon. Which, yes. and they become friends eventually because she realizes <laughs> it's not Damon. Yeah. Um, and then it's Catherine for a while. And then it's Klaus. Yep. And then it's you know, Michael and yada, 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 <laughs> and on yada, and on and on. Yeah. On and on how the chain goes. <laughs> Um, so, you know, for now, Elena has saved Damon's yes, life thankfully. again. Yep. Um, and, you know, Bonnie is like, she's going to have to deal with her rage in like better ways than just yeah. setting people on fire at the school carnival. Yep. Um, as usual, Stefan and Elena debrief after this. Of course. Elena is really upset about how the day went and she's clearly overwhelmed with all of like the mm-hmm. crazy stuff that happened. And she's like, I just want to go home and go to bed. Like, yeah, this was not the day that I wanted out of this. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, also having the drama as usual, the Lockwood house, Carol tells Mason that she'll look for the moonstone because, mm-hmm. you know, Mason again asks her where it might be. And Mason apologizes to Tyler who acts like they're good. And then he sneaks off into his dad's office. Yeah. Um, where clearly he knows the hiding spots. He finds like, you know, there's like a trap door, a little like cubby in the ground thing. Yeah. The classic, like you pull up the floorboard yeah. and there's something underneath there. Yeah. yeah classic. And it has some, it, there's literally like a, like a vault, like a locked vault in there though. It's like, yeah. not just the floorboards, but <laughs> yeah. the Lockwoods had to be a little fancy with it. Yeah. Which Tyler also somehow just knew. So yeah. yeah. Classic. You gotta like, when you have parents who hide things, you're like, you gotta find them. Gotta find it. Yeah. Um, even though you don't need anything with them. Cause most of it is like, it looks like important documents, probably like the deed to the house. Yeah. And, like, that kind of stuff. Um, but of course he does find a small box with a little oval stone in it. Yes. That, I don't know if you had to come up with a name for it. I imagine you'd call it something like the moonstone. Yeah, it looks just like a little moon. Yeah, yeah the, the perfect, I mean, you know what it looks like. The perfect yeah. little stone. Yeah, a little white oval kind of um, Yeah. slightly opaque, slightly like, you know. Yeah. Um, and so Tyler just pockets it. He he knows what he found. Yeah, he knows what he found. He also knows he's not going to give it to Mason. He definitely pockets it and he's like, you know, yeah. the context clues in the visuals of the show. Like You can tell he's not going to give it to Mason anytime soon. Oh, yeah. The clear Which, intention of just sneaking it into his pocket and locking yeah. the vault up is like, yeah, I'm going to hold on to this until it's like the best for yeah. me to use it. Yeah. Which also, again, Mason should have just told him about the werewolf curse because again, if he had just yeah. told him... First of all, Tyler would trust him because obviously now he has no reason to trust him after Mason was so clearly lying to him and being so weird. Yeah. But yeah, if he had just told him, Tyler, I'm sure would have just given him the moonstone. He does eventually. Yeah, I was going to say he does when he actually knows what's going on. He like gives away the over to Yeah, he's like, you can have anything. (laughs) Yeah, so he he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, Mason made some wrong moves here. For sure. Um, then at the Salvatore house, Damon goes for a drink. Classic end of episode yep, moment. Of course. Um, and Jeremy is sitting in the corner and he's like, I wouldn't drink that if I were you. I put pervane in it. <laughs> Which, yeah, Jeremy also sitting there, hood like black hoodie over his face. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, don't drink it. Yeah. And 
He <laughs> also has a stake, oh, which yeah. he whittled himself, and he was planning to kill Damon with. Yeah, I, and he tells Damon this. Yeah, he tells Damon this. I love that Stefan gave him a little training session, like what to do, and Jeremy automatically yep. like, weaponized it. He was like, yeah. "Oh, you got this really precious, hard to get vervain. Let me just dump it." <laughs> Damon's <laughs> drink immediately. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, that I'm gonna ultimately tell him not to drink, and he'll probably just throw out. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Damon is like, yep. sees that, you know, he has this stake, he was going to kill him. And they end up weirdly having a heart to heart about dead fathers and mm-hmm. vampires that they're or their fathers that hate vampires. Um, and at first, Damon is like a jerk about it. He doesn't really like, I don't know, he doesn't really like play into like Jeremy obviously being there wanting like an emotional discussion. Yeah. Um, but then when Jeremy gets mad and tries to leave, um, Damon does end up like kind of saying something about, you know, his father who also hated vampires yeah. and like dealing with that. And, um, you know, they, then they bond over the whittling too. How yeah, he's like, they, well, back yeah, then they people joke a little. didn't know how to whittle. So <laughs> yeah, there's a little joke. And yeah, this is like the beginning of the, the familial relationship, the friendship that totally. I was, that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I definitely really like the Damon and Jeremy pairing. And like, while the first scene is like really good and like the funny sense, <laughs> they've got that yeah. like good, like you know the dialogue the good the good vibes funny yeah this is where it's like okay they actually also really have like a good caring emotional understanding yeah relatable yeah a lot in common yeah yeah Yeah, weirdly they do have a lot in common yeah um then we've got the forbes house where matt is sneaking in to caroline's window to check on her and this whole episode he has really been you know insulting caroline how she's this crazy person sick for this line you're about to say yeah he just calls her a basket case he said i'd come to see if today's basket case is expired yeah (laughs) she almost died two days ago she was released from the hospital like two hours ago I come to see if today's basket case has expired. I don't know if they ever actually say like what her like what was wrong with her, but she was in a car crash. I thought it was like internal bleeding or like a brain bleed or something. Yeah, they did say it was something yeah. like that. Really serious. Almost dies. Like yeah. only just released from the hospital. Yeah, if nothing Does, else, she just... has again a concussion, which like yeah is really makes it hard to be like you know you have a serious headache. You can't you be can't yourself. Be... Yeah. yeah, no. Also, that thing with concussions where it's like if your personality changes drastically, like, yeah. it's just like a red flag. Matt's like, you're being a little basket case <laughs> yeah. today, but it's okay because you're cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She so has annoying. all the symptoms of a concussion, like yeah. not being okay. Matt's like, yeah. at least you're still cute, toots. <laughs> Yeah, literally it's so weird which again in usual matt fashion he turns around and tells her for the first time that he's in love with yes. her he's, he's like you suck but i'm in love with you like oh my god he's wild but poor caroline she just always buys into it because they kiss and um while they're kissing caroline does unfortunately get the vamp eyes yep. and you know she is in control she like steps yeah. away she goes or she doesn't step away she just starts doing deep breaths yeah we see her doing like the deep breathing that stefan was showing her in the bathroom and it like slowly starts to go away yeah she and we just levels kinda, out yeah and we just kind of end there which is nice because of course earlier um in order to control herself she just like ran away she just yeah. left um but in this situation she's able to just be like take what stefan taught her and yep. immediately like you know use just that. relax yeah um and it works um then our last little moment of the the episode, one of my faves. Yes. Elena is in bed sleeping when Stefan sneaks into her room to wake her up and get her out of bed, and he takes her back to the carnival so that they can ride to the top of the Ferris wheel and have her cute little kiss at the yep. top that she wanted. 
And this really, truly has to be probably my favorite Stellina moment yeah. ever. It's definitely in their, like, top three, top five. I it's think so. so good. And it just shows, again, like, how he listens to her. And he understands those, like, small things that are important to her. Yes. And that actually make her happy. And, you know... It- he stares at her so lovingly when yeah. they're sitting on top of the Ferris wheel because she's just like laughing about he like vamp jumps her to the top yeah. of the Ferris wheel and you know she's just laughing about how like amazing that was and like looking around and he's just looking at her while she's yeah. looking around and it's she says cute. what and he says it's so nice to see you laugh Aww. oh they killed me I they, literally was they like, have some good moments I was literally like tearing up I was like that's yeah. just so like could you imagine if a man was looking at you as you were laughing it was just like it's so nice to see you laugh again. yeah <laughs> thank you yeah like marry me right now <laughs> yeah um and then of course in usual stelena fashion it could never end there no, with a happy of moment not. um elena says it's never gonna get any easier is it and stefan says no yeah and then we get the title, the screen, title screen episode over yeah. um man i just love that that yeah scene, it's so cute yeah, it is a really great scene. It's a good note to, like, a pretty heavy episode. Mm-hmm. So for this episode, for our deaths, we, of course, have Carter, who was killed by Caroline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bonnie's little carnival man. Yeah, <laughs> which always her love interest. Yes. So I feel for her. Sorry, Bonnie, but yeah. he was too old for you. So it's old. okay. Um, which we should have said this earlier, but this was probably also what made her more upset about the Caroline well, yeah, situation of course. too, that it was somebody that she was like interested Potentially in. Potentially interested in, yeah. To, you know. Um, next we have our, what used to be out of pocket and is mm-hmm. now things we would have done differently. And you know, the moment I actually was going to nominate, I don't think I would do differently. So I don't know if it works that well, but it certainly is out of pocket, which is Caroline making the nurse tell people that her husband is kinky. <laughs> That's a good one. I probably would have done too. it differently, but I wish I would have thought of that. Cause yeah, it's, it's so funny. Also, once you say that people are going to stop asking questions, like no one's pressing <laughs> yeah. that further. So yeah. that's actually, yeah, pretty good on Caroline. I was going to say something I, well, mostly out of pocket, but something I also would have done differently is just everything Matt said, like calling her a basket case, like, come yeah. on. I don't know. And then, yeah, yeah. And then turning around and being like, I love you. Yeah. Like, Matt's the worst. Oh my God. Yeah. That's definitely the most like out of pocket. Actually, the other thing I w- will nominate, and it's pretty much a person <laughs> the whole episode, is Jeremy just constantly <laughs> trying to kill a demon. Like, I'm going to blow the lid off this place. Like, Yeah, Jeremy oh, was Jeremy. also very out of pocket. Yeah. I don't know if we declare a winner. I don't know if we have a winner. Says, well, I think it's just, let's say a Matt and Jeremy tie. Yeah, I, I'm good with Matt and Jeremy tie. Yeah, both of them, the whole episode are just like, what are you Yeah, what is about? going on? Yeah. Related to that exact thing you were saying was out of pocket, I also was going to say for my favorite quote, you already know if you've been listening to the episode probably, but I loved when Damon was like, I'll take your ring and shove it so far up your ass, you really have something to choke on. It's pretty good. Damon has a lot of good ones this episode. I honestly he wish does. I had written down more, but like, I know that is a slippery slope of like, I could write down dozens of Damon quotes like every exactly. episode. Exactly. Yeah, it's... You, if you don't pick one quote, it's like you're just transcribing the episode. Yes, literally. Um, one that I wanted to nominate was Caroline saying "You suck" to Damon. I That's pretty that good. Was, That's it's pretty just good. like a nice little memorable. But my like winner, like I have to say, this is my winner, is Stefan saying, "It's so nice to see you laugh." Yeah, it's just so precious. Yeah, I'm good with giving it to Stefan because I'm sure we'll have a ton more Damon opportunities. Oh, there's a Damon opportunity every episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this isn't even, I think, in my like top ten. So. 
Yeah, and, and yeah, whereas like for Stefan, like that's definitely like probably my top few Stefan and Elena moments, Stefan yeah. quotes towards Elena, like it's just such a great, like it's so nice to see you laugh. Yeah. It's such a sweet little thing to say. Um, finishing off with our like categories is the best song mm. of the episode. Um, there were a few songs for, for best song this time. We're at a carnival, there's music yeah. playing. Um, I had a couple nominees, which my two nominees are songs that I liked that were featured in the episode, but because it's like a carnival, it's loud, you don't hear them often. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you had any nominees. I didn't really have any nominees. I will say I didn't really, like nothing really stuck out to me besides like one song. So Yeah, probably the winner, the shared Probably, winner. yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll go through my, my two nominees. Um, first is Animal by Neon Trees. Oh, you, that was what I was going to say. It was my winner. I don't know. It played oh, at the start of the episode. God. I was like, okay. Okay, well... <laughs> Lock let's, it in. let's finish this out but after this i have a bone to pick with you that oh, i'm gonna be no. getting into um oh no so okay so bonnie and elena at the carnival the planning the like first mm-hmm. scene that's when this animal by neon trees plays yes. and it's just like a good early 2000 song and i do like the song but yeah. i feel like it's like one where you watch the episode and you wouldn't even remember that it played necessarily okay, because fair. it's just like that's fair it's just playing in the background um, which is the same for my second nomination, which is Currency of Love by Silver Sun Pickups, um, which plays during the Mason arm wrestling contest mm. thing. It's like, you definitely cannot even hear it because there's like so okay. much other noise going on. But I love it because that song was featured on the Vampire Diaries CD that I had. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, and I really do like that song for Vampire Diaries, but like, yeah, it's not even noticeable in the moment. You barely hear it. Um, but my winner, of course, I've been harping on the Stellana vibe. Is of course, all this time by One Republic when they're on the top okay, of the Ferris wheel yeah. and they kiss. It's such a it's cute moment. Pretty iconic, yeah. And again, the One Republic vibes—they're always playing. One they're Republic. always playing One Republic. Yeah, I'm. I'm good giving it to that song. I, I did think about doing that as my fave, but. I don't know. I think I was just more thinking about the moment that the song kind of got lost in it a little bit for me. But I still really liked it with the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with that. Well, okay, good. So that we'll make it... <laughs> I'm scared. We'll make it all this time at One Republic. But I told Rachel, I've told her like for a few weeks now. A yeah. Week or two, I'm like, I have a bone to pick with you about best song. I was going uh-oh, through uh-oh. all the ones in season one. And the first few, you know, Rachel's like nominating all the emotional songs. She's like, oh, I just love the... I love the nostalgic moments. I love... The the emotional ones i'm always gonna Some pick the emotional one <laughs> and then half of the season she just flip-flop like it was like episode 17 i picked the emotional one and you picked like the random song that the two vampires are playing in the background and you're like i don't like picking all the emotional ones and she just flip-flopped and then after that you just like never picked an emotional one again you were like you're like i like the the like rock and roll ones that fits with today's vibe because i just randomly picked like the most 2010 song yeah you were like yeah screw the emotional one let's I just think, go with the vibe i don't know if i need to defend myself here but i i'm gonna go ahead and say yes because i don't even remember saying that so <laughs> i say a lot of things obviously we have a whole podcast but yeah. <laughs> um i'm gonna go ahead and say i think the season like starts out strong with a lot of good emotional songs yeah but then they get more into like their like bad vampire vibes like rock and roll yeah i it's interesting because i like both very strongly yeah. i think the emotional ones are that's what vampire Diaries is like are you true known for more so um but i do love the like you know damn our clouds killing yeah. somebody kind of songs so it is hard to choose between it's the so two hard. but i just think it's so funny that you came out the gate <laughs> so strong being like i'll always choose the emotional one i love the emotional ones no. and then like a random like 16th episode you were like 
Yeah, I don't like choosing all the emotional ones. I hate I, the emotional ones. <laughs> so it's just funny I that today, perfectly, you like ignored the like big emotional moment yeah. of the episode, and we're like, I gotta pay more attention to them. I think I think what happens is also I get caught up in the moment. Yeah, I I feel like I have like a blinder on to the songs sometimes. Yeah, I, I do think it's hard like when a song becomes so large in part like the end of the episode mm-hmm. especially it's almost like two in your face and it's like oh, i don't want to pick like the most obvious one yeah but i do really like all this time by one republic it's not a song yeah. i would like specifically listen to where it's like animal by neon trees i'll throw that on yeah why, why not? not yeah the nostalgia um but all this time it fits really well with scoring like what elena and stefan are going through in that scene and it like does. the romantic you know moment and the sweet tenderness of the yeah. moment so yeah so all this time by one republic is our winner for the yeah. best song for the stelena moment i think that's a good one i'll go i'll, I'll shift back i'll do the emotional <laughs> song now yeah now you're gonna be back on that track for yep. a while okay good <laughs> um so we'll be adding all this time mm-hmm. by one republic to our best songs of every episode playlist we have a playlist where we always add the best songs so it's got all of season one and now a couple episodes of season two in there we also have a playlist for all of season one all nominees all winners if you want to listen to that um and we'll be posting clips and other things from this episode on our tiktok and our instagram at the Ripper diaries podcast you can listen to the podcast on spotify and apple podcasts and you can watch the video version on youtube if you're not already So join us next week, next Thursday, for Season 2, Episode 3, Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Obviously, title tells us we're going to talk a lot more about the werewolves. Mm -hmm. And also, it's another, like, sort of road trip episode for Damon and Elena. But Alaric, of course, is third wheeling. Yeah. (laughs) Like he always does. Yeah, day trip to Duke. We'll come ahead for that one. Yeah. Get a lot more info, a lot more breakdown there. So hope we see you next week. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, bye. Bye.